0: everybody. Welcome back to Dog Diaries. This is JC and I'm Logan and this is the podcast where we talk about whatever we want. Yes and today we're going to be talking about my postpartum experience and what that has entailed for me (laughs) and my mental health, physical health, all of that fun stuff. I think it's really important for us to talk about real stuff too which is even on our first episode something that you said st- like said that you wanted to incorporate cuz not a lot of people yeah. have the luxury of doing that and being open and vulnerable with a platform you know right and that is something that you know i think everyone kind of gets uncomfortable when they have the thought of like being vulnerable like with someone like it's one thing if i'm talking to you and mm-hmm. just, But just knowing that, like, other people are going to hear what I have to say kind of makes me nervous. But I know we have a lot of listeners who are moms, new moms. And I know a lot of women are going to be able to relate to what I'm going to have to say. And, and even, parents in general. Yeah, yeah. I even got Brad's perspective on some things. And I, I think that'll really help because I know we have some dads that listen to us, too. Yeah. I think a lot of people can get a lot from it Mm
1: -hmm. and being
0: a younger and newer mom like I just imagine there's a lot of different emotions day to day so I'm just appreciative that you wanted to use our podcast to talk about some of those things openly yeah for sure and you know we try to keep it real I know we talk about this (laughs) a lot like people like to portray themselves and their lives a certain way on social media and I'm guilty of that too like You know, you want to make a good post that makes, you know, your whole week seem like it's been a certain way when that was just like a blink of an eye, you know, throughout your whole week. And I've done that before. So I think today it'll just be nice to kind of just be real and like, like I said, be vulnerable and just say what I got to say. I think it'll be good for me too, just like saying a lot of these things out loud. I know I've thought them all to myself. Mm-hmm. and I've talked to Brad about it here and there but like just saying everything that I have written down here I think will help a lot with my personal experience too yeah yeah for sure well do you have any highlights you want to talk about before we jump into all that stuff I actually didn't um uh- <laughs> this last week <laughs> was pretty I mean it nothing nothing extravagance e- extravagant stood out to me <laughs> okay <laughs> did you um I'm trying to think I didn't make a list either but I mean the only big thing is yesterday it was super hot here so we went to the beach and we were swimming in the ocean and just kind of soaking that up since I've only got a few more weekends left here but other than that no not <laughs> not really anything oh my goodness okay I guess I kind of I lied so I sent you the snap I got that sun tan mean like inflatable pool thing oh yeah 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 <laughs> so I got to like lay out and do that this weekend I did get sunburned but I know it'll be worth it and <laughs> it'll turn into a tan in a couple of days but that was just really nice too yeah the sun is just so relaxing like it really is I fell asleep out there <laughs> oh my gosh that yeah. sounds like such a good afternoon yeah, it was really fun. So that was definitely a highlight this past weekend. So we both had some fun in the sun. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, other than that, nothing nothing out of the ordinary. Just checking along, doing my regular same old, same old work stuff. And yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh I forgot that. to tell you, on Friday we went out to dinner. And I was holding this glass of water. <laughs> <laughs> I was just talking, and somehow, like, my hand ungrasped it, and I just dropped this whole water all over the table, and it just leaked all over me. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Did it get on anyone else? No. Luckily, it didn't, but (laughs) (laughs) just you. I just sat there in disbelief for just a few moments because I was like, how did this happen? (laughs) (laughs) Because you're Logan. (laughs) That's Yeah, that's exactly it. But that was the only other eventful part of the week for me. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Well, I wrote down some notes here. I tried my best to, like, put them in some type of order that would make sense. And at first, I had it written down to, like, I have it split into, split up into categories, uh, like mental health and then like physical health and then Uh what I'm doing to like overcome these things I was gonna start with the mental but I kind of want to start with the physical just to get it over with because it just feels like kind of superficial to just sit here and complain about like my body and stuff Mm But it's valid, like you just... just... Right, I would never tell anyone else that, but I just feel that way talking about myself. But I just reminded myself, I want to make a quick disclaimer to anyone that's listening. I am in no way trying to come across as if I'm complaining about any of this stuff, or like, not grateful for my life and my baby that I have. Like, he is seriously the best thing that's happened to me but I'm also valid in these feelings that I'm feeling and I don't know I just I hate that I have to make that disclaimer but I just know I need to do it beforehand just so nobody tries to come for me (laughs) (laughs) okay well I'm I'm glad you have like your own um like you already worked out everything that you want to talk about I do have some questions for you that I was thinking about over the week too. Okay. So, but I can piggyback on them. I just want to give you enough space and time. Like this is your stage girl. Like, okay. <laughs> say what you want to say. <laughs> I just want to let you know, I do have some questions um, just for time's sake that I okay. will want to, some of them I just felt like I wanted to get your opinion on or just see how you felt about it. Cause I, I guess some of it I, we had never really talked about. So, okay. All right. So that sounds good. Um, One thing that I want to start off here, whenever someone, mm, I don't even know how to word this. Let's just normalize, like, not commenting on anyone's body. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Whether you're postpartum or not, like, let's just normalize not commenting on anyone's body. (laughs) Whether it's, I don't know, some people, I know they mean well. I know they mean well, but like when someone's first thing they say to you is, wow, you look so good. It just really annoys me. Like, <laughs> like, I don't know how else to say it, but it just really grinds my gears because it's like, what if I didn't look the way that I did after having a baby? Oh, I see what you're saying. That's where my brain goes. And I know not everyone is like that. But I don't know. I Like I said, I know people mean well. I was People have said that to me. And I just, like, thank them and I go on about my day. Because I'm the worst with taking compliments anyways. But even now more so. Like, I just feel really weird about it. Because I know my body looks different. And the fact that, like, no one commented on my body before I was pregnant, and now that people are commenting on my body after that I'm pregnant, like, it just, it's just weird to me. Do you cause... think it's, like, not genuine, or do you think it is genuine, but you just, you don't like that the societal I think concept it's... is, like, that, I don't know. I I know what you're trying to say. Yeah, Yeah. I I think it's a little bit of both, but I think that anyway. Like anytime anyone compliments me, like I just assume that they're lying.
1: Yeah, (laughs) you get over
0: that. But yeah, I know (laughs) (laughs) that's just like something I've always been. Like I I don't make it weird. Like I'm not one of those people who are like, oh no, like don't. Like I'll just thank them and go on about my day. But it just really annoys me because, like. Like I said, like, everyone's body reacts different after pregnancy and, like, giving birth. And when that's the first thing you say to a woman, like, it's like, okay, why are you looking at my body? Like, that's what my mind goes to. And I'm like, like I said, like, what if I didn't, quote, unquote, bounce back? Like, someone literally told me, like, oh, you bounce back. I'm like, what? It, it, It just, I don't like the comment. Let's normalize not commenting on people's Mm -hmm. bodies, especially after giving birth. You can think it, but just don't say it, especially to me. I mean, maybe (laughs) uh, someone might enjoy that compliment, but I don't know. I just find it very weird and kind of distasteful. But that's just what I... Right off the bat, let's start with that. (laughs) And another thing, like, it's just... I guess in a way it is kind of mental because like you're like learning your new body and at the same time you're like thinking to yourself, this is what I think to myself. Like, Oh my gosh, my body created this human. Like it did this amazing thing. But then I look at it after the fact and it's, I just, I am my worst critic as most people are to themselves and it's just like why would I why do I cheer on other women but I can't do that to myself mm-hmm. I don't know why I'm like that and I don't think I'm alone in that I think it's just you know society standards that we try to hold ourselves to and they're just not realistic like for yeah. anyone whether you're postpartum or not and well and that's to- a not to cut you off sorry but no you're fine like I've read different things and I, I don't know if they're factual or there's studies on them I really don't know but just different things saying like the likelihood that the people around you are looking at the thing that you dislike about yourself and judging you for it is like very slim like a lot of times the right. things that you pick out about yourself that you don't like somebody might not even notice most people wouldn't even notice so it's' It's little things like that, like, you just get stuck, especially, I imagine, if your body has changed in a way that you're not used to. Like, of course, you're going to pick out something that maybe somebody else wouldn't even realize. Right. And the first person that I thought of when you said that is Brad, because, like, he... (laughs) I don't know if this is just, like, a guy thing or what, but, like, he literally does not care he does not notice anything different about me it's just me and I wish it wasn't the case but that's all it is and I feel so bad whenever like I'm in my own head about things like he's over here complimenting me like telling me how beautiful I am and just like I I don't believe it and because I see You see the things that you are hung up on that Yeah. Or I I told him once I was like, I looked nothing like this when you when we got together. I looked nothing like this before I was pregnant. And he's like, Honey, look at me. Like I don't look the same either. And I was like, (laughs) Whatever. Like it's it's I get what he's saying, but it's just it is a mental thing. On top of the physical, you know, you you're just trying to love yourself and try to accept your new body um I know some women are like right back into the gym and stuff I wasn't in the gym before I was pregnant I'm not in the gym (laughs) you're like now certainly not gonna be doing it (laughs) right I'm waiting on Brad to come back with some tacos like I'm fully aware that I could be doing something to change about my body but I just don't have that energy or headspace to, like, be worried about that, you know? Why should you – you shouldn't have to be a – look a certain way for you to like yourself. Because even if you get to that – whatever the goal is, that weight or that size or whatever, like, because of the negative mindset, like, you're always going to have something that you want to change, you know? Like, I think you have to meet yourself where you are before you can, like, work on it in a healthy way. That's so true. And it's, you know, I'm fully aware of this. I just don't know why I can't hold myself to those same standards. Like, I will be your biggest cheerleader, and I will support you and tell you you're beautiful the way that you are. But when it comes to me, I don't know why I can't just accept it and that like you have to like retrain like that voice in your head you know like to stop when you're like spiraling about something you don't like about yourself or yeah uh, I don't know those are I mean everybody struggles with that but that's just something like I think is a good way to combat it a little bit just to like let that voice in your head learn to be positive rather than negative yeah And I I think I can honestly say, like, I think the physical aspect of being postpartum has been the least of my worries, if that makes sense. Like, I think it's the least significant to me in my experience so far. I think a lot of it is just, like, your mental health and, like, checking in on yourself and your partner and, like, just making sure you're good. And Mm -hmm. I have, like, That's really all I wanted to touch on with the physical, you know, like, just learning to accept my new body and acknowledging the life that it created and learning to just love it the way that it is now. I know Mm -hmm. things may be different, and that's okay. And another thing, I'll repeat it again, stop commenting on people's (laughs) bodies. (laughs) So for, like, my mental health, I tried to think back. It's so hard <laughs> to think back to, like, when Nolan was first born. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, I try to remember like those feelings of, like, the first night with him and what those first days were like in the hospital. Mm-hmm. We stayed in the hospital for three days. I was not expecting to stay in the hospital for three days. Um, but Nolan he had to stay under the the what are those lights those billy lights I think they're called yeah and because he had jaundice and that took up like a whole day and that was a whole emotional mess of its own it it was like the hardest thing like getting to cuddle him for like the first day and then them telling me oh he has to stay over here in these lights. Like, you can't pick him up. You can't hold him. Like, he just has yeah. to lay there. And, like, he My was... heart was, like, breaking for you because oh. I just knew you were, like... There was literally nothing you could do but just look at him. You can't yes. touch him. You can't move him. You can't comfort him. Nothing. It was so sad. Um, so that was, like, a whole day. And um, we had two other full days. I really was not expecting to stay there that long. I honestly don't really know why we did after the jaundice. But anyways, I wrote down here, like, the first significant feelings other than just, like, pure joy of him being here and, like, getting to snuggle him and everything. I felt extremely overwhelmed and stressed, like, right off the bat. I was trying. My plan was to breastfeed Mm -hmm. and that in its own is just extremely stressful you know when you think to yourself like oh my gosh this baby when nolan was born i was over my due date so he was he was fully cooked and he was still only like barely six pounds so he was a tiny baby and his blood sugar was really low and so the nurses I don't know. I don't want to talk any like I don't want to talk bad about it, but like they really just drilled it in me that like you have to feed him every 2 hours or like I didn't it felt like life or death if I'm mm-hmm. being honest. And I know it probably wasn't that serious like now that I like he's 4 months old and he's a fully functioning growing baby, but like when you tell a new mom like I don't know. It really just freaked me out how they were like, his blood sugar is too low. He needs to be eating. He needs to be like on the dot. And I was trying to breastfeed. And I don't think I mentally prepared myself for that. Um, So part of me does feel responsible for not being able to accomplish that. But it was also really stressful because he would not latch. And I didn't really know what that meant if I'm being totally honest like before I was pregnant but basically when you breastfeed um they basically just have to like latch on to your boob and to like make sure they're actually getting the milk from you Mm -hmm. and that was not happening and I don't know what it was like I told the nurses I said I would like to try to breastfeed I said, but I, I also would like – like, I'm open to formula. I'm open to bottle feeding. Like, I don't know why they didn't just give me formula. Like, you're over here telling me how small he is and how he needs to eat, eat, eat. And he's not latching and he's not eating and I'm just getting stressed and he's stressed. And... Do you feel like – do you feel like the resources weren't really there for you? Like, like do you – I know that you had different special, like lactation specialists come in and stuff like that, right? Mm -hmm. But like, I'm just kind of curious and maybe they did talk about this briefly or something, but I'm just kind of curious, especially with you being, you know, a a first-time mom and and you're a little younger, you're on the younger side, you know, like Mm -hmm. even if you were older, you're, I mean, you're a first-time mom, um, but I just wonder why they didn't, Sit, sit down and like explain it to you like here this is this this is this these are the pros these are the cons this is the you know like it just feels like they were like oh she said she wanted to breastfeed and we're gonna go with that instead of you know maybe being a little bit more upfront like hey I'm not getting enough nutrients at this time and yeah. maybe we should do this I don't know I just feel like I don't I know what there. it was I don't know if they did that but it just sounds like they weren't really accommodating what you and the baby needed. Yes. And Brad was trying to help me and he was, he was doing really well because we had to, instead of them just going to get me formula and a bottle, they're like, let's try this nipple shield. Let's try this syringe and this like tube and like feed it through into the nipple shield. And like, like we're supplementing formula with your milk so he gets these nutrients and I'm just like why don't we just give him a bottle and they were telling me that basically they were scaring me if you give him a bottle or a pacifier he will like he already won't latch if you give him a bottle or a pacifier like you're pretty much done for and I just I they didn't just say it like that but that's yes. just overwhelming. Those weren't the words that they said, but that was the vibe they were definitely giving. Like, you can definitely tell they believe that breastfeeding is the way to go. And I'm here to tell you, just feed your baby. Just feed (laughs) the baby. Like, when he is up, oh, my gosh. I was already sleep-deprived the first night. Like, I was up all night in labor. I give birth in the morning. I have this baby that is relying on me for its nutrients and its food. And I'm just stressed out all day long. And then nighttime comes and he's, they tell you, they come in the room. Like you don't sleep throughout the night in the hospital. They're in like every two hours making sure you're feeding your baby. And it's just extremely overwhelming. And the last thing I want to do when I'm woken up, like an hour and a half maybe an hour later is oh where's the nipple shield where's the syringe where's the formula where's the tube okay let's try to get him on my boob now and it just was not a good experience for him or for me and it was just I really did try after we left the hospital too like when we got home I tried it I tried keeping up with it and then I was like, okay, this, this really is not working. And mm, I'm not in a good headspace. It's obviously making Nolan stressed out too. I'm going to try to just pump. And that was not fun either. Yeah. <laughs> it was painful. And I tried to stick it out. I really did. I know. I
1: I could I not keep
0: up with him. I could not keep up with him. He was eating so much. And he had really bad acid reflux. So he throws up all the time. And so you just have to, like, constantly keep feeding him just so he can gain some weight. And it was just – that first month was rough for me. And, like, when it comes to that, because on top of that, you're just exhausted, (laughs) like, out of your mind, just so tired. And I just, you know – it was hard. It was really hard on me to kind of, in a way, accept defeat and just give the baby formula. <laughs> like well, it, I, I remember, like, I remember talking with you about that. And I mean, I know I haven't been in your shoes, but I remember just being like, JC, like, have you tried the absolute best you can and you were like yes and I was like then that's all you can do that's really all you can do you've tried everything you can to the best of your ability and now don't beat yourself up over it just make sure he's eating and it'll all be okay (laughs) right and you know I never really understood that I know it's it's like this with everything I think you never understand it until you go through it and I remember hearing moms talk about like that feeling of, like, failing, and it, it just, it, I always saw it as, like, you know, just what I said, like, just feed your baby, like, just make sure they're healthy, that's all that matters, but when you're in it, you can't help but feel that way, just because, like, what I thought to myself was, like, okay, my body's, like, made to do this, like, why can't I do this, mm-hmm. and so, in a way, it just felt like my body was, like, defeating me, And you know me, like, I just, I hate giving up on things. Like, I'm, I don't know, I just am really hard on myself. And it was hard for a little bit. But let me tell you, I got over it really quick. Whenever (laughs) he started eating and, you know, sleeping longer, and it was it just turned into like, much more of a bonding experience between him and I, you know, everyone says, and I do believe this, I do believe that breastfeeding can be a extremely bonding time between you and your baby. But I also believe that you can bond with your baby in other ways. And well, if the feeding was stressful on both of you... Right. There was even... no bonding going on yeah. those first couple days, that we tell you. <laughs> <laughs> when it came to feeding, it was just a bunch of crying from both ends. <laughs> <laughs> oh, But yeah, that was the first thing I wrote down was just like that just overwhelmingness and just I wish I was able to stand more firmly in myself. But like when you're a new mom, you just... I, with me, at least, like, I I didn't feel confident in myself to just tell the nurses, like, back off, give me a bottle and some formula mm-hmm. and get out of my face. Like, <laughs> do you think, I, I mean, like, earlier I suggested, you know, like, where were the resources? Where were the people that could explain it better to you? So I just want to kind of expand on that. Like, what do you think they could have done better? Do you think that maybe there should have been certain consultations regarding this before you had the baby, like along with your um, prenatal visits or what do you think they could have done better to help you? Well, I, like I said, I kind of blame myself when it comes to that because I didn't take any classes. I feel like I kind of set myself up to fail when it comes to that. I hate using that word like fail because it's not failing but i don't think that i did enough like i know you can pay to do extra classes but i also think that you know you're going to your you're going to see your doctor like every week towards the end of your third trimester i feel and that wasn't even brought up at my ob appointments was well that's what i'm saying like i just like could they have brought that up or could there have been an extra appointment where I feel like it's for free that you're not having to pay out of pocket or spend, you know, additional yeah. time on, like, somebody, your doctor brings somebody in to talk about that. Like, I just, am wondering how, I know that you could have done the research yourself, and, and I get that, but I feel like, especially for even younger moms, like, I just feel like there should be more resources. I don't know. I, I totally agree, like, beforehand, I think that that should be an option to everyone. I don't think it needs to be something you have to pay for because at the end of the day, like I said, like your body's made to do it, you know? Like would, would, would meeting with a lactation specialist prior to giving birth, do you think that would have helped prepare you or let you know your options better? I think so for sure. Cause at the hospital there were lactation nurses but i don't know they just tell you the same things and really when the baby isn't latching like there's not much you can i there wasn't much that i could do like he was he wasn't latching on but he would barely even latch on like with the nipple shield and it was just i don't know i just don't think it was meant to be for me yeah <laughs> but i definitely think that that should be something provided to all moms for free even if well if that's what they're wanting to do you know but yeah I I just just hate that it's like because it's like you just had such an overwhelming experience for it and if it like you said it wasn't meant to be it wasn't in the cards for you guys but I still feel like I just hate that you weren't briefed a little bit better and and I know you said like it's some of it's on you you could have done more research and everything but Mm -hmm. that shouldn't just be on the mom like there's so much you were learning already and preparing for already like I just feel like that should have been a given like that your doctor or somebody like yeah I never even thought about it that way to be honest and and thinking back on it like that was never even brought up at my appointments which is kind of crazy to think about it is that is crazy I wonder if it's like that in other countries. I doubt it. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> so another overwhelming experience with my postpartum mental health has just been, like, my hormones are out of control. <laughs> <laughs> I told Logan this the other day. Like, I have just turned into such a softie. And I just cry when I'm happy. I cry when I'm sad. I cry when I watch a stupid, sappy video on Facebook. Guys, like, this is new. Like, this is real new. Because yes. trust me, a year ago, <laughs> no. No. Not Dude, Spencer, Brad, and I, and Nolan, of course, we were all watching um, that new movie. Do you have Disney Plus? no i don't have it well there's this new movie that just came out to everyone on disney plus called raya and the last dragon Uh uh-huh they're the same i think the same people who made that movie are the same people who made moana and i let me tell you i sound like such a nerd like raving about this disney movie but like (laughs) it is seriously such a good movie and the message behind it i really like that it's not like some corny cheesy love story with like a young girl and a guy like it's just not realistic but the message behind it is so good go watch it if you haven't seen it already but let me tell you i felt so stupid crying at that movie like (laughs) like, why am i crying at this movie it's just it's just this is new territory for me for sure oh you'll get over the hurdle it'll even out yeah logan told me the other day when i told told you that i i've turned into such a softy he said welcome to this side (laughs) yeah i've been a softy since 1997 so yeah oh hopefully it evens itself out because it's getting kind of old for me but (laughs) (laughs) and brad too he's just like what's going on like who are you (laughs) um Another thing that I put down next to, like, my hormones being out of control. Have you ever heard of the saying, mom guilt? I don't think so. Well, I have a lot of mom guilt. And I feel stupid even saying that because I'm with my baby 24-7. There's not really a time where I'm not with him unless I'm doing the podcast. Um. (laughs) Uh, But I don't know. It's just this weird feeling of, like, having this guilty feeling come over you whenever you try to do something for yourself. Um, I know I mentioned in my last or in our last episode how I had plans that fell through at Uh um, Saturday night. And I could not, like, of course, I was upset that the plans fell through because I was just so excited to like have a mom night and like just go out and have a night out to myself and some friends and I was just really looking forward to it and when it got canceled I was like obviously upset about it and but then I heard nolan and brad in the other room just laughing and cracking up and i just could not help but feel so bad and i feel like i'm gonna cry just thinking about it but (laughs) that's like that's motherhood in a nutshell i feel like like you're why did you feel bad just like because i was like looking forward to Um, leaving him but it wasn't like that like (laughs) (laughs) i know that i know that in my heart but I just, I can't explain it. It's so oh, weird. It's a hard feeling. I'm sorry. Do you feel like that a lot? Kinda. Like, whenever I'm feeling overwhelmed, or like, I guess, I don't want to use the word complaining, but, you know, whenever I have a hard day, and... I'm just, like, waiting for Brad to get home so he can help me. Like, I feel bad about that sometimes. I mean, I, I want to say, like, I don't think you should, but I know it's not something you can control, you know? Yeah. Do you – I mean, it's a thing, though. Like, you've looked it up. Like, it's – other people feel this way, too? Yeah. Um And it's just, like, a funny saying, like, or it's supposed to be funny, but just, like. That doesn't sound funny. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds, like, like, sad. (laughs) It it is, but, like, I feel stupid at the same time. Like, because I know. I don't feel feel stupid. I don't know how else to explain it. Like, I I really hope I'm not the only one that feels that way. I don't think I am, but.
1: Do you think as he gets
0: older, like, or? I just hate that. I hate that you're feeling like that it's fine it's not like all the time it's just here and there cause then like when I'm so and this is another thing too like when I'm so annoyed and he won't stop crying or doing whatever fussing he just wants attention like he's gotten to the point or to the age now where like when he was a newborn when he was crying okay that means he's hungry or you know let's change his diaper let's like try to get him down for a nap Now, he'll just sit there and fuss until I look at him. (laughs) And then when I look at him, he just starts smiling at me. So that's like a little more lighthearted example, I guess you could say, of just like being so annoyed with just him fussing in the background when I'm trying to like work on the computer. He's fed. He's changed. He just got a nap. So I know he's good. But he's just back there fussing, and I just look over at him and he just starts smiling at me. And I'm just like, uh-huh. You little. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so that is hard. Do you think that, like, with you having him still while well, COVID and the pandemic was happening and all that, do you think that makes it even harder since you've been home and only with him so much? Like, do you think that makes that feeling? even stronger i guess when you do have the opportunity to do something i think so i don't you know. think you know you remember me saying this like i'm never going to be that kind of mom where like i'm where i'm not like letting people see him or like watch him or you know do anything like that but uh-huh. i i do think that because i'm with him all the time like i am going to have problems in the future, like letting go. (laughs) Yeah. As he gets older. And I know it's going to have to happen. I know that. And I get upset about that too. I'm just like, I look at him and I just like, I cry about how perfect he is. And then I cry about (laughs) thinking he's going to grow up and be annoyed with me. And like, I'm going to be annoyed with him. And I don't know why I do this to myself, but like, I just have those thoughts. I'm just like, I I told Brad this the other night, like, I know everyone says this, and I know it sounds so cliche, but, like, time is just so precious, and I think having Nolan has, I really think having Nolan has, like, opened my eyes to that. Yeah. I, like, I've been in Spencer's life for three years now. And I look back at pictures from when I first met him, and I'm just like, you, you see him every single day. Like, you don't even realize that he's, like, growing in front yeah. of your eyes. Until so you look back, and you're just like, oh, my gosh, where did the time go? And now yeah. it's happening with Nolan. And I'm just, like, so happy that he's growing up, and he's learning all these new things. But I'm just like, oh, my gosh, it's going so fast. Yeah. Oh, JC, Why? why are you doing this to us (laughs) I don't know this is just I knew this was gonna happen I knew I was gonna get emotional at some point in this but I know but I mean at least you're part of their lives and you're helping create some amazing humans towards the world you know like yeah especially I know what you mean could you send me a picture of Spencer the other day from a few years back and I just I was like oh my gosh he's a baby there like he was how- in pull-ups <laughs> <What>? I know <laughs> and now he's just like this kind of spunky grown-up kid like yeah it's it's crazy yeah and I just said to Brad I'm like <laughs> I don't know why I say things so dramatic <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of funny saying it now but I'm just like looking at Nolan and Brad's holding him and I'm just like He's never going to be this little again. Oh, why? <laughs> you hit me right in the heart, dude. I know. It makes me so sad but happy at the same time. And I'm just so confused all the time with all these emotions. <laughs> and I'm crying all the time now. Oh, <sighs> So sorry. It's okay. I think it needs to, you know, let it out and... I'm sure a lot of other people feel the same way. Oh, I feel so cringy knowing people are going to hear this. (laughs) I can cut out anything you don't want. You know that. (laughs) I I know, but I know I'm not alone in these feelings. And I think about my parents and like, you know, I'm 23. And I like, they probably, it probably just flashed by like, it oh, probably feels God. like yesterday I was just a kid to them, like you feel with Nolan, you know? Like, oh my God, I don't even want to think about it. Oh, sorry. sorry. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <But> you're right. <laughs> you're so right. Like, I think about, you know, my family dynamic and, you know, how you go from depending on these people, like, at the beginning, you know, for for life and like nutrients and like food and shelter and all this. And you grow into this young adult and I still rely on my parents, like mentally, like any inconvenience, I'm calling my mom, you know, it doesn't matter how old I am, but just like that shift, you know, whenever you, you're, you're grown up, you're an adult. And I just, I know that day's gonna come and I'm just not ready for and it. I so, feel um, like it flew by. Yeah. I feel like I'm gonna remember this moment like talking about it like like it was yesterday, you know? Yeah. Oh okay, let's, let's... <laughs> I'm gonna cry too. I can't do this. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Oh. But that's that that's that's a message to like make sure you really take advantage of every day seriously yeah. every day yeah and don't wish your days away don't wish no. don't wish for the weekends just just it, take advantage of every day especially if you've got kids if you're mm-hmm. whether they're young or they're older or they're grown or whatever just take advantage of every day exactly and be part of your kids' lives and tell them you love them and yes. if you can or vice versa tell your parents you love them if you're you know you have that relationship cuz Every day matters. Right. Exactly. On top of the mom guilt, you know, air quotes, I'm a person that does not like asking for help. Like, when I'm overwhelmed and want something done, I would rather just do it myself. I know that's not healthy. I've always been that way. But I feel like even now, more so after I had Nolan. And that's turned into a lot of stress cleaning I don't know if anyone else can relate to that, but just like that feeling of like not being able to focus on anything else until the house is clean. Like I feel like I cannot focus whenever it's a mess and it's a mess a lot of the time. <laughs> <laughs> um I just feel like that's, one of the only things in the beginning at least like I felt like that was one of the only things that I could control Mm -hmm. and so I don't know I really think that that's what played into it I don't like asking for help just because like I don't want to feel like a burden to anyone and also if it's not like family or close friends like people just judge and I'm not here for it like the mom judging, it's just it's gross. Yeah. Um, it is gross. And I don't understand it. Like <laughs> just literally make sure your baby's healthy and happy. That's you all, all are, that matters. You, you all have the same goal in mind. You just wanna raise healthy humans. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, I don't yeah. understand. It's so weird to me. Um but one of the last things that we can talk about when it comes to like mental health it another person that's been affected by nolan being born is brad obviously and i just want to say that brad only got one week off of work and we spent half that week in the hospital Mm -hmm. and He didn't even get paid for that week. It got taken out of his paycheck. And that just pisses me off that dads don't get the same treatment when it comes to uh, their babies being born. And it's just... Well, you get maternity leave. Like, why don't fathers get paternity leave? Like, it's a huge change in their lives, too. I know, but... in America, it's very uncommon that business is very, very uncommon. Like and he didn't even get paid for it. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's just like, are you kidding me? I'm just thankful that he was home for that week. Um, it would have been nice if he was home longer, but whatever. <laughs> um I tried asking him like about some of these things last night and tried to get his perspective on some things. Um, Because in the beginning, you know, we're both sleep deprived and I will, I will firmly say with a hundred percent confidence that if you want to test your relationship, have a baby, like (laughs) that, that will put you through the ringer and, you know, I think we can talk about this on another episode because I do think that it is very important, but just the importance of sleep, like I don't think people take that into consideration as much as they should. But like when you aren't sleeping, like you're not functioning you properly. Can't make your brain proper decisions. Isn't, you can't yeah. your reflexes aren't there. Your cognitiveness like you're just not there completely if you're not getting adequate sleep right so there was definitely some fights there was a lot of <laughs> conversations um, some loud ones some quiet ones um but i know we've said this in another episode that you know when it comes to really a relationship and i i believe this is for any relationship it does not have to be your partner Communication is key, but what also goes hand in hand with it is comprehension. Mm -hmm. You can talk to someone all day long, but if they're not understanding you and if they're not putting themselves in your shoes, you're going to get nowhere. Yeah. I think that goes for any kind of relationship that you have with someone, but especially when you... We're going through this new change. I'm going through this new change. This was Brad's second time around. This is his second child. And I knew he was definitely more lax than I was. Like, he, he doesn't stress the small things. That's just Brad in general. When it, but especially, like, he's, he's done this before. He, this isn't his first rodeo. So that, mm-hmm. uh, like, it gave me a sense of calmness Um, but there was also some things where I had to remind him, I was like, Hey, this is like my first time doing this. So like, there was definitely a lot of conversations that had to be had and definitely a lot of patience on both of our end. Yeah. And I think in that same episode where I said communication is key in that same episode, I expressed that it's important to express when you're unhappy, but it's also important to express when things are good. Like, um, I know, and that's even, like, one of the love languages, isn't it? Like, words of affirmation. I definitely think that can go a long way, especially in high-stress situations. Well, Because Um, if you only focus on, like, oh, my partner isn't doing this 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 and that's the only interaction you give with them it's the same thing with anything I mean yeah whatever relationship you're in if you're always focusing on the negative or always being told you're doing something wrong like you're never going to grow from that you're not going to have a healthy relationship from that that's just going to build tension and make people feel like they're doing something wrong so yeah it's like if you if they're doing something you don't like then yes, talk about it. But don't let that negate the fact that they may be doing 10 things right in the day, too. You know, definitely appreciate them for what they are doing and what they are putting into it. Right, yeah. So things have, like, definitely gotten better just with sleep in general (laughs) and, like, you know, taking that extra step to communicate with each other. Like, hey, I I wasn't too happy when this happened or hey like thank you so much for doing this and just like acknowledging the little things Mm -hmm. it becomes a domino effect and I truly believe that you get what you give and it will just go such such a long way whenever in, in any relationship it doesn't even have to be like when you have a baby but even more so like it's just Every day's a new journey. And With all of that being said, <laughs> I feel like I just kind of word vomited. I really hope it was like cohesive and like <laughs> made sense. It probably didn't, but oh well. Um, I think some... it did. I I think it made perfect sense. And if it didn't, then I'll edit it to make it make sense. <laughs> <laughs> I I feel like it made sense. I just don't know if a lot of people or I just don't know if some people are going to like understand it, just, you know, different people, different experiences and all that. So we'll, we'll just see, I guess. (laughs) But with all that, you know, heavy mental stuff, I have been trying recently to just take better care of myself. Um, That's one of the things that really helps me overcome when things are starting to feel heavy. Um, Just, like, self-care. I told you last episode, like, I just felt like it was kind of getting to the point of, like, neglecting myself. Um, So I've been, like, trying to make that effort every day to, like, take some time for myself, make myself feel good, look good, and... And maybe if you take more time apart. I mean, even though so you're in the same house, but like creating a little bit of distance, it might help with that mom guilt. I don't know. Yeah, This is just me. I've never felt that. I've never been through that experience, but just. I, I think that's true. I think you're right in that. Um, So that'll help with that. And just me and like my confidence and, you know, my whole physical appearance problems issues whatever you want to call it Mm -hmm. um but also some just finding something that makes you happy which in my case is one example is the podcast like (laughs) i i look forward to it every week i know it's like my hour or so of like baby free mom time and I just get to talk to my best friend and And
1: (laughs) it just makes me happy yeah
0: and um, another thing is just don't bottle things in Um, find someone to talk to whether it's a professional or close family friend I seriously don't know what I would do without Logan, my mom Logan's mom, my family like those close people where I know I couldn't say anything without judgment and they're going to understand me and make me feel less crazy. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, those are Um, some of the things that I have written down there for like how to overcome some of those feelings. So I shared on my story the other day, this quote that one of my friends shared and I really liked it and I th- really thought it applied to myself, and I think it'll apply to a lot of people. Uh, but it said something along the lines of things were feeling heavy, so I drank a glass of water and I did yoga for 10 minutes, and now things are fine ish. When the feelings get heavy, do the small things. Mm-hmm. And I just really thought that that pertained to me in this episode. And I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that with their own mental health struggles and journey. So I just wanted to kind of end it on like a positive note and just let everyone know that it's going to be okay. (laughs) (laughs) We're all going to get through this together. Drink your water, people. (laughs) <laughs> yes please drink your water <laughs> stretch go on a walk get some sun if you're feeling overwhelmed maybe don't just scroll on your phone for three hours maybe yeah get outside and just get some fresh air might help you a little bit <laughs> right but, but thank you again jc i'm really glad that you had so much to offer like you had so much to say like i just think <laughs> I'm sorry I feel like I talked everyone's ear off and no I think it was good I really do and I this is another reason why we made this is because there's probably a lot of people that feel the same way or felt the same way at the beginning of their motherhood journey and maybe didn't know how to verbalize it or didn't know if it was normal so yeah thank you again for being vulnerable I appreciate it and I'm sure everybody listening does too well, you're very welcome. And thank you for listening, everybody. I really hope someone can pertain to this. And we'll be back next week with a more fun, lighthearted topic. Hopefully, <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Hope you guys have a great rest of your week. And as always, thank you so much for listening to Dog Diaries. We'll catch you next week. Peace. Peace. <laughs>